what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your host, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. And Megan Silito is having a little bit of resistance to today's topic. I was having a little tantrum in the green room right before we came on. And um, you know what? I hadn't... Okay, so we were having a conversation before the show about, like, you know, like talking about, hey, what direction do we want to go in and all this stuff. And and I can't remember what came up, but it's like... <laughs> Suzanne's like, well, it's your superpower, love. And I was like, what? That's stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, crying and like I made it bad and like this whole thing came out and I was like that's so funny and she goes well it is the first word in our show title <laughs> she said but you said but you tend to spend a lot of time in the weird <laughs> you kind of avoid the love part I'm like hmm, yep I do so maybe we should talk about maybe that's a good place to start is looking at like what lo- I think what I resist in part is what love is in this reality, right? And I and so there's a lot of stuff that keeps us out of what I would say is the pure vibration, the higher vibration of love. You know what I mean? And like maybe we should talk about what love isn't to start. Mm. I also think that it's like there's a way that I think that it's it's used. Um, and it's used to ha it's used to control and manipulate so much that I think that that I have avoided looking at it as a as one of my superpowers because it's like oh like I just go oh with it I don't know what are your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> well are you gonna um, make Fine. No, <laughs> no, no. I never do that. Never call you out on the carpet. <laughs> never anything like that. Um, you know, I just, it's really fascinating to me because like literally you guys, she's like, I mean, like I've never seen her want to prepare so much for a show. She's like, I have no idea what direction we want to go with this. I mean, you're the one that what that this was your idea, right? last week when I wrote the cop for it and um and I'm just looking at her like what like you could you could talk for a year about love um and and I was like do you not get that this is your superpower that yes people um people like they love your play and they love your childlike curiosity but in all truth and honesty, um, there's this 
way that when you meet Megan, there's a vibration in Megan, a consciousness in Megan that's like absolute 100% acceptance. Like she transmutes that energy to the person around her, where whoever she's with, and that person automatically feels like they belong, automatically feels love, um, automatically feels like that they're approved of unconditionally, like that there's no judgment. And that is what's so fascinating because then people love to be with Megan wherever she is, love her energy, open up completely, like in session I remember the very first session I ever did when I walked into her office, there was just her curiosity of who I was and nothing else, like an excitement and a curiosity of who I was. And I'd never been in that kind of space. I'd never been in that kind of energy um, before of just complete acceptance. And so that's why, and yet, you know, as with all of our superpowers, you know, you there's a shadow side and there's a way that you have to go through a lot of crap around your superpowers in order to really truly claim them. And so if you would speak, if you would talk to Megan and know Megan's history with regards to love and relationship, you could understand why she has some resistance to this topic. (laughs) 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 Because in so many ways, she's felt like she's totally fucked up love. And uh, me too. And so... Um, you know, and, but I'm much more vocal about like, you know, my barriers to love and my stuff around relationship and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm much more vocal with that. I think Megan is kind of a, a, uh, more of a private love, private lover, um, <laughs> than, than I am. Um, and so, you know, but I really agree with, with you in that you get so frustrated with the way love is done here. And sometimes, you know, if I could speak for you a little bit, you, you, you get, into right the own, yeah, thanks love. You could, you get into your own trap. you you get into the trap of this reality with love yourself. You fall into that place of feeling defended or conditional love when, when what's true. And you do that a lot in relationship, not so much with, or clients or in the world, but a lot more in just your personal relationship, personal romantic relationships. Um, and so, um, and so it gets all messed up and there's all this, con- there's all these conditions. There's all these, this separation from the true, the true pure love. There's all of this, um, uh, like, uh, trauma around love, you know, because of so much of, you know, what we've been taught around love comes from, our own first experience of love, which was with our mother. And so if you have, you know, a, um, trauma around your birth and around the first, you know, especially the first five years of your life with your mother, um, with your mother especially, also with your father, but especially with your mother, then things get really messed up and we start, you know, operating based on the very, very, very limited way that love is in this reality. And so today, what we really, I mean, because I feel like Megan activated my heart magic. That's what I feel is true. When she, when we first got together, I couldn't believe how much she loved me. And um, I couldn't receive it. And in the process of being with her, I'm going to get emotional, um, she activated 
the pure love energy in me. Like she offered it and I tapped it. I received it. And I keep, we keep doing that for each other. And, and she'll say now that she taps mine sometimes, like that I'm, that I get into this place of almost existential love and she taps that, you know? And so even though we've had some seriously intense challenges with each other and the trauma with each other, um, our, we bring up a lot of our childhood trauma with each other in order to heal. There's always this place where we get so connected into the actual true energy of what love is, what love is beyond this reality. And there is just a pure existential energy to it that brings us back, um, brings us back to each other, brings us back to ourselves, brings us back, you know, and I know for sure that that's part of the vibration that I want to emit in on the planet because it's literally one of the most powerful energies that we have and that's why it's been so bastardized. And so, you know, I I I love this topic. <laughs> I love this topic <laughs> and I love the idea of um everybody letting go of the limitations of love and activating that pure essence of what love is in your heart because our hearts are have so much capacity for love and our hearts have so much intelligence um and maybe you can talk about that because we're like you have the science around that yeah mm-hmm well, I have a li- I I know enough to be dangerous as with most things. Um and I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to appreciate also what you just said and and I'm I think that part of the emotion that's coming up around this today and before our conversation is that I I feel like, you know, I talk to people all the time like because one of my big things is opening people's capacities, right? And I'm like, if you don't use it, you bastardize it, right? If you don't own it. And it's like, I think I'm really getting that I, in my sort of pushing it aside and not wanting to like, you know, that it's, that I've, that I have twisted it up somehow or like bastardized it in some way. And I really do, like, when you, like, when Suzanne goes and does readings or something, I love it when she does readings at the house because she comes out and she's, like, almost glowing, you know. She goes to the Akashic Records and she comes back with this really pure energy of love, like, that I've never seen, really, um, on this planet. It's like, I'm almost like I'm, if you were sitting with the, with the goddess of creation, like, it's this pure, but, like, potent do you know what I mean? And I think that's the problem. I think that love has been so romanticized in this reality of like, oh, I love him. Oh, I love her. Oh, like, you know, and like people who like, but I loved him, but he beat you every day, but I loved him. You know what I mean? Like we were, and, and Access Consciousness talks a lot about this. I, and I remember I was really resistant at first. In the Foundation Manual, it talks about love being an implant. And I'm like, what? Love's the most powerful thing. And, I, you know, of course, I, I argue both sides of the love conversation, right? <laughs> the love's the most potent energy of the planet when he made it an implant. And then as I kind of worked through it, I saw 
all of the places where people use love as a reason not to choose for their life. Like the love of their kids, the love of their spouse. And it's like, oh, well, I just want to, I'm just not going to do anything with my life because I love my children. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's this thing that we've, we've used it and bastardized it so much, you know, and it is a potent energy. And if you even just look at um, the biology, right, it's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is from the heart math work, but the heart has more neurons than the brain, like literally, like, and the way that it, we are designed to work is that our heart is, was designed as the compass that's why it was given more neurons. Like we are supposed to follow our, you know, you talk about follow your heart, right? Um, we truly are. That's the place where we're, we tap in and we feel in and it's like, oh, it's this direction, it's that direction. But we've been, again, we have so much woundedness and so many implants that I think we can't get to those pure impressions that sometimes our heart's given out. The other part of it is, is we've decided that our intellect is so much more superior that we're trying to choose from the intellect. And it's like the intellect is really the library, right? The heart's mm. the compass. The heart is the thing that we're to tap into to, to get direction and to get, you know, um, the path of, of which direction we're going to. And then the brain is really just the library of options of how to get there. But we keep choosing with our brain, which actually creates things to be all kind of fuckered up, you know. And so, you know, the intent of our call today, our our show today, is really to kind of get underneath some of that programming and get underneath that every all these places we've given power to. And also, like, also even in the name of love, right, which actually isn't love, like a lot of what people are calling love is is control is manipulation is um subjugation is like there's a lot of stuff that we put on love that it isn't and so just because we're talking about it how about we uncreate and destroy all the Mm. definitions of love that mm-hmm. actually aren't love. Every definition you bought and sold that is not love, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections you have on love, can we uncreate and destroy it? Hello? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I said yes, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, you were, you were, you must have cut out. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, possible, nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And all of the decision, judgments, conclusions, and computations, um, uh, 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 what was it? What I want to, objectives and manipulations you have on love. Can we uncrate and destroy it? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Well, it's it is. I think it's super interesting too because our come from with love shows up so profoundly in romantic relationships, and so whatever your track record is in that, you know. But I mean, it's 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 literally like the most conditional form of love, truly, on our planet is in romantic relationships, and to me, there's something so like really messed up about that you know that it's like okay well 
uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a long-term future together. We're going to build a life together. But, oh, by the way, not if you don't do this, 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 right? Um, and especially you can't do that. And for sure, never, ever do that, right? And so, you know, it really does get so convoluted um, that every, that all of us, tend to have like a sour taste in our mouth from one time or another um, due to love, you know, and yet we all have these fundamental needs um, to belong and to be loved and all these other needs that we're trying to get met, you know. And so it's this fascinating, in my opinion, fascinating human condition around, you know, moving beyond, you know, and I've been in this conversation um so uh intensely especially in the last two years you know as Megan and I have um moved beyond a traditional relationship and what is love and how can I get to a space of true love that's not based on conditions that's not based on you know how she shows up for me and and or doesn't show up for me and sometimes it is the most profound spiritual experience of my life, and sometimes I feel like I want to frickin' die. It's so hard. Um, and so, to me, th- these are the kinds of conversations that I want to be having all the time because I know for a fact that um, all of us, every single human being, is in their own um, path with regards to love. And so, if we can make it um, a little more easeful, if we can have you tap your true essence with regards to it. If we can look beyond this reality and see, you know, like, like for example, like my experience of the Akashic Records in the spiritual realm is a love that I don't find here very rarely. And so, you know, in this show today, we'd like to basically unfortress your, um, your heart, you know, like, um, break down the barriers and the defenses and the woundedness around love that we all have and, you know, get to the capacity um, of our of our heart and our love and um, tap that that uh, that true essence, you know, so that you so that we all can really um, go beyond the imprint of love into the oneness that we truly are and be able to give and receive love in the way that we always, always, always want. Like, I don't know about you, but there is a longing. There is a longing around um, love for me. You know, a longing to commune with others, a longing to feel like I belong, a longing to um, connect in with myself and to love myself, right? Because we so often, so often search outside of ourselves for that love that we can't possibly um, tap um, for our own selves. And it's such a balancing um, place of, you know, creating and sourcing the love for ourselves while also being open to others um, giving us love, you know, that giving and receiving. So there's lots to do in this show. I really think it should be like a three-show series 
I don't know if Megan's going to be okay with that, but we're going to talk. <laughs> no! <laughs> but when we come back from break, we're going to dive right in. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about beyond love um, and that energy and vibration that is the, the true, pure energy. You know, that's not what this reality and not what we all have done with love, you know, from a conditional space. Um and I, you know, I I feel like I'm on this quest, you know, that part of my purpose in life is to redefine what relationship is, and especially romantic relationship, and to, um, and, and I feel like there's this almost shared purpose with Megan and I of, 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 you know, loving, loving differently and loving from a, a true um, pure space. And, and it's, it's very challenging when you live in this reality um, and the way that this reality has taught us about love. And it's very, very difficult to, um, to even create a place of self-love, you know, because there's so, we have so much judgment. I think it's really interesting the thing that we can do for the world, right, is often the thing that we can't do for ourselves. 
And, you know, I love the love fest that's happening in the chat room around Megan. <laughs> like there's all these comments, mm-hmm. all these people that are talking about, you know, that they hadn't experienced anything like your energy, um, you know, and saying what I said about Megan is so true, right? The space of non-judgment and total acceptance. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so interesting um, because... You know, she can be that for everyone, for the world, for me, you know, for all of her relationships, for the other people that she holds close and dear. And and yet it's one of the most challenging things for her to be that love for her, you know, and I and then that's been such a fascinating thing for me with regards to the spiritual realm, right? Like grace, like divine, like the sacredness that I can tap for my clients and I'm realizing so much that I bring that sacredness to people's shadow parts and, and shed light and non-judgment around that and yet I have been it's been so difficult and challenging for me to do that for myself um, and so it, to me I just feel a, a, this fascination with the whole thing this fascination with this, this whole idea um, and you know, oh, can we can we all just collectively take a deep breath and bring a little bit of kindness and acceptance to our shared human experience, you know, to the ways in which just uh, the shared humanity of the challenge of being human, <laughs> you know, and um, and that we're all that we're all really doing the best that we can, you know, and that we're all in this together, you know, and um, I would just like to, you know, breathe into that for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, so all of the ways in which you've judged yourself for um, acting out from an implanted place with love. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shirts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you can access and tap and feel somewhere beyond the horizon, this place of the pure seed, what love truly is and what love truly is meant to be. But any... Any way that you can, all the barriers to that, all the barriers to you accessing that pureness in you as the divine spark of love, of true love and consciousness, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes, right on, good, bad, and boys and beyonds, and everywhere that we're in such massive judgments of ourselves and of each other, instead of connecting into the true communion, the true energy of oneness that is us, that is the truth, that is this pure expression of what beyond love is. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, on the boys and beyonds. And I just want you to take a collective deep breath because what I want to offer you, if you can receive it now, if you can lower the fortress that's around your heart because we all have barriers, we all have this fortress. So can you tune into your true heart, your true heart's desire, which is to be like um, soft, 
and vulnerable and receiving in this moment? Can you open your heart, let down the walls? Just in this moment, it's safe to do that and tap into the energy that I'm connecting and offering you from the spiritual realm, from the Akashic Records, from that space and place that's beyond here, um, that place where there is 1,000% full allowance of everything, anything of your true path, that the spiritual realm, that your spiritual guides, that the angels, teachers, guides, and masters, that all of those spiritual energies, the earth magic, the um, the all, all of those, the legions of angels are here to support you, to love you unconditionally, right? To to show you an expression of pure possibility, uh, to to be playful with you, to lighten, to lighten it all up, to remind you to not take it so seriously, to bring you to a place of presence, to a moment now, to this now of it is all perfect it is all divine it is all divinely inspired that there is no nothing wrong in this moment there's nothing wrong with you there is nothing wrong with your experience can you feel into that can you receive that? Can there some place in your heart that you can open up to this energy and this truth and this possibility? And take a deep breath. And can you be in this moment, kind, just 100% kind to whatever your experience was, to whatever experience you're currently having, to wrap yourself up in the pure energy of love that is here. And from this place, can you see what's possible a little bit differently? What's possible for you in your life? And I just really appreciate, I'm really appreciating the peace and the space and the communion that I feel in me and with you and with all of you and that this energy this space, this consciousness gets to ripple out into the world into the world This is that feels like there's always one thing or another that we can all separate and fight about you know and now more than ever 
the true energies and vibration of love, allowance, gratitude, peace, sacredness is required in us and out of us. I'm curious, can you feel that activation in your heart, babe? Can you feel that that connection? Like what's your experience? Mm-hmm. I so can. And I what I noticed and I want to invite people to kind of add this piece, but I noticed that my hand wanted to be on my heart during the activation and I felt my hand turn on and my heart turn on and and they were talking. And so I wanted to invite people to put your hand on your heart and and allow your hand, the energy of your hand, because we all know that there's energy that moves through our bodies and we have healing energy that comes through our hands. And would you be willing to give your heart some healing energy for the places that it's been wounded and hurt and where it distrusts? And so just allow the energy. You don't have to know how, you guys. Like this energy healing happens through openness, vulnerability, intent, and connection. And Suzanne beautifully connected us to the oneness. And that's how I feel is like I'm in this, Base of oneness and so with your hand on your heart allowing the energy from your hand to um, to surround your heart to embrace your heart to heal some of those little pockets of owie <laughs> as the light comes in and, and, and really fills the space of the heart and Imagine and sense that also there's an activation happening that was started with Suzanne, but that your hand can continue and almost like allowing your hand and heart to talk, to communicate, to activate each other so that when you touch people with this hand that it will have more of your heart energy in it and that your heart has more of the healing energy of your hand and that they are pinging off of each other so to speak in a, in a communication mm-hmm. yeah and like wherever you are is okay like what happens in this um, vibration and this energy is that a lot of times what um, what comes up is the not that, you know? And so there's a comment in the chat room, right, where it's like I'm actually feeling fairly resistant and cynical right now, hmm. right? Like I super appreciate and I'm so in allowance of that, that, because that is like if you, if you, uh, my invitation would be can you accept that? Can you wrap Love kindness? That. 
and love that, uh, love that, right? Because that is a, a survival strategy. It's a defense strategy. It's a, a protection. It's, it's a, it's like, oh, my heart has been hurt and I don't feel like it's safe to be that vulnerable or to open that much in this moment. And so, you know, there's going to be this energy of resistance and cynicism. There were, I have been in that exact, ex- exact experience a thousand, if not more times. You know, I, re- I remember being in relationship with Megan and she would be so loving and I would just, like, I literally would have to, uh, in a way, like, physically move out of her love bomb because it felt so (laughs) uncomfortable and I had so much cynicism around you can't possibly love me that much I'm broken I'm I'm secretly bad like how is it possible that you could love me this much I can't believe it I don't believe it I don't know if I can receive it you know and so it was like this process of lowering my barriers and trusting and trusting and trusting and trusting and receiving and then giving, you know. And it was a moment by moment, you know, a choice and to love my resistance all along the way. <laughs> One of the things that is really powerful about love and and for um I've been in environments I've I've tapped this energy as I've facilitated obviously and people feel that um but I've also been in environments where love like people got to these exalted states of love and then it was just coming through them and like people in the room were healing from all of these different things. I mean, the pure vibration of love has such a, a, a such a transmutative quality to it. It's like I'm just having this awareness because I really relate to being an alchemist, right? And it's like, oh, use all energies, be a wizard, blah, blah, blah. But I think about the the transforming energy of what true love is what the highest frequency of that is what we might call gratitude on this planet or even higher or beyond that and um like that's what i'm like really aware of is that when and you know this is responding in part to the to the stuff that's coming up in the chat room is like when we truly bring the energy of love what comes up is what love what needs to be healed by love and that's what happened in what you're describing too hun is that like when you would feel my love it was bringing up everything unlike love and that's what love does it brings up everything unlike itself to be healed to be loved to be brought into that space and you know it's like um i was doing this process with a client of mine yesterday and i was like well can you love yourself for not loving yourself? No. Can you love yourself for trying? No. Can you love yourself for doubting that you could ever love yourself? Yes, I can love myself for that. And so we had to go back to the place, go back, go back, go back to find that one place, that one place. 
that she could love and allow inside of herself, which actually opened up this space of peace for her. Just as one tiny percent. And that's the power of love is that if we true love is if we can actually love one molecule of something, it transforms it, it changes it. And this is just an awareness I'm having right now, but it's like it is it is a very potent alchemical substance. If you take it out of this whole romantic blah 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 and like Marion said in the chat room, romantic love was initially about uh, suffering and longing. So every time we want ask for romantic love, we're asking for suffering and longing, you know. So that's kind of funny. This is it's been made be all these things, but what if it's not? What if this there's a something beyond love that actually is the real love that if we can allow it would really have the potency to change anything um, that we could possibly imagine. So with that thought, with these energies and with the hopefully everything we're vibrating out there that you can receive um, what this is in this conversation. And um, I'm sure there's going to be something even cooler after the break. So please be with us. Stay with us. We'll be back on Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about love <laughs> and mm. what's beyond love. Um, and I think it, love in and of itself brings up so much um, for people. And, you know, I I, I want to, um, this last weekend I went to St. George um, with my sister Lori and visited my sister Nina, um, who has a house down there. And 
we haven't um, we haven't been together since 2012, um, and a lot of that just us for the weekend, and a lot of that is because although we were a family and we used to be really really close, um, we allowed our judgments of each other um, and our stuff, you know, like our feelings of judgments of ourselves and that we couldn't be loved by each other, accepted by each other. We let that separate us um, and we let that, um, you know, create this huge gap in how we related to each other. And so this weekend was an incredible healing weekend for me. And I have eight brothers and sisters and, you know, I have a lot of, you know, um, like stuff around my family and around my family not accepting me, not loving me for who I am. I'm kind of the trailblazer, black sheep in the family. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't operate and live my life anywhere close to what, you know, most of my family, what they choose. And so it's this interesting thing with love and family because that's your original blueprint for love is with your mom and dad and with your siblings and whatever. And I think it's a really interesting thing because, you know, we had many conversations this weekend about like, um, like what love is and what duty is. And I was saying, I'm not going to show up in my family um, if they don't, if, if there's a feeling of judgment, <clears throat> if there's a feeling of, um, that they don't know who I am, like there's a difference between belonging to your family and fitting in, you know, and that I'm interested in, um, being with people who there's a, a, a beautiful give and receive. And so again, it's like we've made this We've made love be something that it's not like where you're where you'll be like, oh, yeah, I love my family, but I can't stand them. You know what I mean? Like, OK, you know, like, cool, I get it. I absolutely get it. But like what's beyond that? Like, um, I know that for me, when I go of judgment and I'm in a place of acceptance and gratitude, um, that that it's that there's so much um, more available for myself, you know, and there's so much more um, uh, acceptance of me so that there's more acceptance of other people. Um, and so, you know, I would ask you to be in the inquiry um, around love, you know, because I don't believe that the true expression of love and judgment live together. I don't believe that that's the case. I don't, I, I, the true pure expression of love, you know, and yet that's considered okay all the time with regards to our families, but we judge them or, you know, our partners or, you know, the, 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 the other people in the world, right? And so I've spent a lot of time with um, studying all of this and really considering all of this. And, and, and I, if, if a lot of stuff is coming up for you, um, I would ask you to, to continue to be in this inquiry um, because there's so much here. There's so much here. Mm -hmm. So much. So much that I can't even believe I'm going to say this right now, but I wonder if we need to have a part two. Eat! I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, mama. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
you know, just considering that. I want to also do, it's funny because when you were talking, I was thinking about this program that I have coming up that I'm so excited about. It's an online program, and it's a very deep dive into um, generating and creating wealth and actually really embodying wealth consciousness. And my intent is to have two to 300 people on it, the people that are in the consciousness realm who know that abundance is the truth and prosperity is the truth, but they haven't been able to truly actualize it yet. And it's kind of like this hundredth monkey syndrome, kind of going back to the channeling we had about money and it wanting to be in the hands of conscious people. But what what brought this up is that one of the, I'm calling it imprinting for riches and you can check it out on Facebook that I just posted the event. It doesn't have all the parts in it yet, but one of the things that I'm doing is I'm bringing people on that have that have embodied it and have that vibration so that we can tap it, right? Because if we haven't experienced it, like we generally make within $5,000 of who we hang out with. Well, how do we imprint for it then if that's what's, what's happening? But I also, there, I'm coming around to this love piece with regards to this because um one of my guests that I'm going to be having on is a uh, wealthy social entrepreneur who's coming out with a book called Love Yourself Rich. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really potent because it's like like we have to – I'm just right now in this show, as I'm realizing, um, because it's it's interesting because I was going to launch it at the beginning of May, and I'm like, but there's a – I don't, there's some piece I need to get first. And I actually think it's this piece is that that part of the program needs to include that space of loving yourself enough to be wealthy, to be abundant, to be prosperous. And that's the other thing too is that in my work over the years with, with, um, trauma and helping people like recover from like the worst things you could imagine. If I can find one person that they remember in their life, be it a teacher, be it a grandma, that gave them an experience of unconditional love, I and I can tap them into that, their healing it exponentializes. They're, I know they're going to be okay. I know they're going to get to the other side of it. When when there isn't that, it's really rough going. It's really... I, I've not been able to help somebody actually experience love that didn't have it at some point and then I get to become that right as the facilitator and maybe that's part of why God gave me this this love this love basket I have you know Mm -hmm. um but it's but it's true it's like when and I, I that's why this activation we did I think was so important you guys if you if there's anybody in your life that you know has a really hard time receiving love or loving themselves give them this show and I, I've just uh, posted to Suzanne that we should clip this and maybe populate it on uh, Weird on Air. And by the way, if you're not on Weird on the Air, we sometimes do that. We take little things from the show and, and, and um, you know, hand it out there. But, like, anybody, like, if you can help somebody tap the energy of love, then it, it can open up so many doorways. Um, and also, like, you know, if you're ready to love yourself rich if you're ready to love if you love yourself enough or ready to love yourself enough to be rich check out my imprinting for riches program i'll put the link in here as well um so 
The the other thing, just a quick while we're on announcements, I am doing a live event in Salt Lake City, if you're in Salt Lake City, next Friday night called Gobsmack Your Genius. And Gobsmack means to be in a state of awe. And my intent is to, and I'm teaching it with Matt, Matt Bushler, and our intent, we're outrageous, and we are going to give you an experience of your greatness and your genius like no kidding, which in this moment, I'm like, oh, yeah, that requires a certain amount of self-love, too. But we're starting out on Friday night with mimosas, and we're going to teach you how to infuse mimosas with um, magic. And so it's going to be an amazing event. I'm going to put the link in that here, too, but you can look it up on Facebook, God Smack Your Genius. Um, so those two things are upcoming, and I wanted to make sure to to let you guys know, but, you know, just it, it even is doing my, you know, public service announcements here, I'm realizing that love is really required. And I, and I, as I'm thinking about it and being a genius coach for so long, it's like, why, when we don't receive our capacities, it's generally because we don't think we're worth it. We're holding ourselves at such low esteem. Uh, we have such a, a small level of love for ourselves that we won't let ourselves be great. And everything that is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yeah. Yeah? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Mm-hmm. It might all start with love. <laughs> oh, no. This couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Like, I don't even, this is like, oh, my God. <laughs> How did this happen? How did this happen? Whew, what do you think? Are you Should we do a, a guy now? Oh, <laughs> no. I could, I could, I go both ways. <laughs> In your orientation. <laughs> uh-huh. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It is. It's like, that's, that's, you know, I was remembering my, there's a, a workshop I did called The Awakening. It's very intensive, one week long, and I raised my hand at the very beginning, and I'm like, how do I get the most out of this? And he goes, self-compassion. So that's how we grow. That's how we hold transformation. That's how we expand. Holy crap. Hello. Um, Could have had a B8 moment. Thanks, everyone, for being here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it could be that what you're resisting (laughs) is the place you need to go. So (laughs) come back next week, and we'll see where Megan is, is in her resistance to love. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life. 